Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Big Bad Morning Show. Jeremy Conn, Ed Norris, Rob Long is off today. Uh, talking about a lot of different things. We were talking about the Orioles, and um, we'll have Daniel Allen talk here in just a second. A couple of things uh, to bring up just regarding the birds, and one of the things I want to let you guys know if you hadn't heard um, was about the story about this Japanese pitcher. And again, we all can sit and talk about, and forgive me because I always say the imports, the guys we haven't seen play or we had no way to see play outside of maybe finding something on uh, TV. But according to Japanese baseball discord, this is where this comes from, and Rock retweeted it, so I think mm-hmm. there's some legs to this. The Baltimore have reportedly offered Nayuki Uwasawa, if I pronounce that right, a multi-year contract with him settling for the fourth and fifth spot in the rotation. There have been a lot of talk about how the Orioles have, um, you know, some of the guys that we thought they might be interested in, like Sonny Gray, um, Kent Ameda, uh, that they're, they're already off the board. I, I'm interested to see who they are really interested in, and also are we going to see some sort of trade here in the offseason to get what they want because I, I i do think that they're the perfect match for a team that's realistic about trade that it could be as we talked about yesterday a win-win trade those are the best in baseball i'm not mm-hmm. looking to take advantage of somebody and sell them a bill of goods you want prospects our prospects look good mm-hmm. we want your everyday player or your pitcher to put in our rotation then it makes sense well, my question sonny grace he's gonna be 35 years old that's no, he just turned him. 34, excuse me. He's going to be he's 34 now. He'll be 35 next year. Is, is do you want him at 34? I don't. Oh, oh, all right. But that's what people were saying the Orioles could have been interested yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I mean, I don't I really want to He's a guy that's been putting a lot more guys on bases, you know, the years have gone on and again, that star is going to fade. He's solid. He's just I wanted him years ago when he was first yeah. teasing us, you know, when we we're going to get him. Well, Let's go out to Daniel Allen Tuck, who we have now. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry Rob's not here. Um, he said he has a head cold. That's a big head, so you can imagine how that's <laughs> affecting him. Now, he's a little under the weather today, but we appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. So we were talking about quite a bit uh, just regarding the Orioles, and I know we want to get to the times of the games, but you know, first off, just starting with uh, the market here, seeing some of the names come off the board, uh, the report that they had offered a Japanese pitcher. How active do you think they will be in this offseason, or is – your guess is good as mine. I think that they'll be a little bit more active than they have been, but still not super active compared to the other contenders. I mean, I think we'll see them get a starting pitcher. I think we'll see them get some kind of reliever. Um, I don't know if it's going to come via trade or free agency, what their plan is quite there. It's been a tough market for starters so far, but I think they'll at least get those two pieces. Hmm. What about what we were just talking? Like when they're looking – 
we, the rumor was Sonny Gray was coming, or we were interested, people were interested, fans I'm talking about. Um, but with the, the way this team is constructed with so many young potential superstars in this team that are truly very young, under 25 years old, do you want to pick up a 34, 35-year-old pitcher? I mean, if it's who they can afford and who they can get, if you know there are a couple of names out there they could, like James Paxton is one that's been bounced around a lot. He's 35. If you're looking for just an innings eater, then like a 34, 35 year old is perfect. If you're looking mm-hmm. for a star, I would go somebody a little bit younger. You can have for longer and have more team control. Talking to Danielle Allentuck here on the Big Bad Morning Show. And Danielle, one of the things we discussed earlier was the times of the games. I explained my stupid reason of why I hate it because it does change up my life as I gamble and play a lot of daily fantasy and it then it takes the Orioles off my slate. But I do think it fits a lot of people's schedule and that's a me problem. Uh, how do you feel about the game time changes? Are you for it? Does it actually help you in your job as well? I mean, personally, I love it. I mean, I have the advantage uh, compared to newspapers where I don't have a print deadline, so it doesn't impact my work, but I like going to bed earlier. Um, I think Saturday fans are going to really love having four or five games. Yeah, um, You can still, you know, have a Saturday night and a Saturday morning and just enjoy a nice afternoon at the stadium, but... Um, I covered, you know, other teams who did the 640, 635 starts, and it's just it's just that much earlier. It's that much nicer. I'm with you. I am thrilled with these because it hours we have to get up. So, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> what about the um, – it seems like baseball – teams now, like you, know, you have Wrigleyville and you have the complex in Atlanta. Uh, the Mets owner said he's going to do one now up at City Field where they're going to have a, a whole entertainment venue. Is it inevitable that the Orioles are going to do this and – if they do, how they can't do it downtown? I think that they're trying to do it downtown, and that's part of the holdup of the lease is that they, you know, want money to be able to build around it and have some ownership of some of these other areas. Um, I think it makes the experience so much better. You know, when you go to other cities where you can just like walk around and you, know, you can get dinner before a game, you can get a drink, and just walk over to the stadium and not worry about it. You don't really have that option around Camden Yards. You only have like two to three places right there, and they're they're overcrowded. Um, in, in terms of being able to do it downtown, they would have to completely redo the area and displace a lot of people. Uh, the hostels are right there. So I don't know how they would do it. I know that they would like to, but I I also can't even like picture the Orioles playing not downtown. So I think that's a complicated question. So as we look at uh, going into this offseason, you know, a lot of talk about the, the generational talents and Jackson Holiday should be here at some point. Um, your thoughts on him and, and the impact that he could have next year if he if he becomes an everyday player for the Orioles then? I mean, I think his talent is unbelievable. I mean, we've all seen that. Um, I would not be shocked if he doesn't make the opening day roster if they send him back to AAA for a little bit. Um, and I'd also not be shocked if he comes up and kind of has like a Gunnar Henderson start where, you know, at the start of this year, he may be a little slow adjusting to Major League because no matter how good he is, you know, it's still a different level of playing, but I mean, he's, you know, a game changer. I mean, he's going to change this team. He's going to be the face of this team for a long time. I mean, he's only 21 years old, but I think he could, you know, like Gunnar did and like Adelaide did, he could, could help change the course of this franchise. It's Daniel Allen Tuck, uh, of course, with the Baltimore banner. Daniel, thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you on Twitter, on social media? At the underscore Allen Tuck. Thanks so much. I look All forward right. to talking to you once we get big head back. Thank you. <laughs> All right. There you go. There's Danielle. <laughs> That's nice. What? What did I do? Big head. Well, kind of. Let's let's grab Antonio here real quick. Antonio's in Rosedale. What's up, Antonio? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good, man. Um, do you think 
that Jordan Montgomery is a good fit for the Orioles. And you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, you too, bud. I, I do think he's a good fit. My only concern with Jordan Montgomery, I like the pitcher. I really do. And having a lefty here, there's something appealing about that, having a dominant lefty. I know we have means, but again, we've had some health stuff with him and want to get him right. And when he's right, he's great. <clears throat> um, but I do like the idea of Montgomery. I just think with what just transpired with the World Series, that that price has gone up. And if you're competing with those teams, it could get fairly ugly price-wise for a guy that is going to get overpaid in the offseason is, I guess, what I'm telling you. So, yeah. uh, but I do like him. All right, uh, we've got the, the the shovels are coming up. The shovels, shovels, shovels are coming up at nine thirty. The daily lines coming up next. Had another good night last night. We'll talk about what went right, and I am going to crap all over one of the sports books. And I'm telling you this, I don't care. I don't think they're a sponsor, but I don't care if they are. Wow, what, what they've done is incredibly wrong. And if they don't change it, they're going to lose a lot of customers. I'll tell you who that is when we come back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. From the money line to the point spreads to player props, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. 105.7, the fan. Godfrey going to work. Backing down, spinning, off the glass and in, plus one. I tell you, he is a grown man. That's a grown man right there. Shefflin got it inside, kicked it back out. Hunter got it. Big three. That's courtesy of ESPN. Uh, the free play I gave out yesterday on social media, you can follow me at Sports. was Alabama and Clemson over. 
And kind of how I talked about the game the other night. Remember I talked about UMBC on, uh, what was that, Monday. It was my one miss in my top five. And they scored almost exactly 33 and 32 points in the first half, respectively. And um, come back and they dropped 97 points in the second half. But this time it did help this game get over the total where it didn't help UMBC at a higher total. Uh, but that worked out. And... Look, another win, another nice night uh, going over some things. College basketball was kind to me. I had Mississippi or Ole Miss over NC State. That hit. Had the under in the Wagner-Providence game, and we got I feel like we got burned as blowouts can do one of two things. You know, a lot of times when you get blowouts, games go under because they'll pull yeah. the starters. Well, the one team is so much better than the other, so yeah. they're not scoring. Sure. Yeah. But what happened last night is both teams started scoring in the second half because they were just chucking up shots, whereas – I told you, Wagner is a little bit of a slower team. And so it sped them up because they were behind. And we ended up losing that game. It's not an excuse. It's just what happened. Baylor blew them out. Kentucky won and covered. I missed Pittsburgh and Nashville going over the total. It went to overtime and went under. Um, LSU got destroyed, too. But I hit Dallas and Winnipeg and the Cavs. So overall, a really nice night for me. And it just it, it bodes the question. So how do we follow it up? Where do we go tonight? And one of the things I was looking at was the NHL. There's only three games tonight. Nothing that really stands out at me. If if Detroit and New York... I say I want to go to a different site. Let me do this. If Detroit and New York are really going to be five and a half today, which I saw it at, and I don't know if that's correct. Let me check another site. Line's not out on it. If it's five and a half, I would look at that under. If it's six and a half, I'm not touching it, which I know it sounds stupid. Like whoa, 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 whoa. You would rather go with a five and a half under or not six Understanding and a half? how I am. I'm a contrarian. So knowing right? that if it's at five and a half, everybody's going to bet the over because they think it's way too low. If it's at six and a half, the money's going to be split, and I would stay away from those games. Oh. It's just how I bet hockey. I'm strictly smaller favorites unless I see an anomaly and something you know, that The Rangers have the lowest goals against in the league, though. That's a really good defensive team. So they may not score a lot in this game. Well, that's what I'm saying. Under yeah. five and a half, I still think I would. Plays. I would jump on that. Well, the problem now, what I just said does not make sense to people out there. It's like, why would you want it to be... I want the public to be on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about Sunday. I got screwed, and what pisses me off is how much research you put into a game, and then you got Joe Blow that looks at the thing and goes, oh, my God, they're going to beat the Raiders. They're going to beat the Jets. They're going to beat – and they bet all the favorites. Yeah. And then they go, look at me. Look how much I won. And it's great. I'm not upset about that, but, like, it's lazy. And the narrative that people go, well, every primetime game goes under, so I'm just going to bet the under – like it's, to me, that's not the way to bet. Those trends they eventually fade out, and you jump on them at the wrong yeah. time. Because I I may bet this game, the, the Red, Red Wings Rangers, and I tr- it's against my my personal policy. I don't bet on teams I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. And the Rangers, as you know, that's my favorite team in all the four major sports. Yeah, above any other sport, I love the Rangers. But I really do think it's going to be like a three-one game. Yeah. Well, now did Rob introduce you to the Rangers? Is that how it went? Or I, you know I. It's fine. I remember. I I was a fan of the Rangers since I'm about eight years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, well, Rob wasn't born yet. That's okay. right. All right. I just yeah. Wanted, I just wanted to double check and make sure. Just want to be sure. I just want to be positive. Ed. Let me make sure I'm getting this accurate. Yeah. I don't. No NHL plays for me tonight unless uh, I'll wait for the confirmation on that total. Sorry, I brought it up like that. But when you go to some sites too, like Scores and Odds is a site that I like to use. They'll list the best line for an under and the best line for an over. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, so that'll be different sites. And it'll tell you, like, oh, this is at MGM. They have this. At DraftKings, they have this. That's where you can find the best line if you're going on there. So, like, as I'm looking at it right now, I'll give you a game. The first uh, college hoops game of the day, uh, day is Lipscomb and Chattanooga. 
So, like, the best over, if you wanted to bet it, would be 150 and a half, which is at, it looks like MGM. The best under is at 153. It's a two and a half point difference. That's a lot. So, like, sometimes that stuff is really important. I mean, it's not sometimes. It's always really important for your wagering. Some people go back to the same app or the same person, whatever, because they're comfortable with them. Uh, As far as the rest of the day today and some of the other games I'm going to look at, I'll be brief with this. I do like Memphis in the NBA. I think they're in a good spot. Um, nothing in the NHL, as I said. But the other NBA games tonight, there there are some difficult ones. Detroit's hosting the Lakers, seven and a half point dogs. Um, New Orleans giving three to Philadelphia. New Orleans is a solid team. I, I kind of like them at home, but do you want to click that? I mean, some of these yeah. are tough bets. Like even Memphis. Memphis is a team that sucks. You're waiting for them to get good, but they're playing Utah, who's completely banged up. This should be a game that Memphis can win. The Orlando Magic are a 10-point favorite over your Washington Wizards. And no bueno. I don't want any parts of that, so I'm staying away from that. So let me just focus on college hoops today, as there's a lot I like. And there's one really big matchup that um, I'm going to be on. So Because every time, inherently whenever I do this, Ed, like people always want to know about the big games. Like, who do you like in UNC Duke? And who do you like? You know what I mean? Like, And then I'll give a game out like... I'm going to tell you to take Robert Morris plus seven and a half against Northern Kentucky. And somebody goes, the hell am I betting on those guys for? Because <laughs> I think there's value there. I mean, when you're doing, when you're looking into this stuff, I do think there's extreme value in taking Robert Morris plus the points. I was looking at them. Were you <laughs> taking them in? Ed's taking them in. I thought you meant Philip Morris. Oh, no. Yeah. I love Philip Morris. <laughs> uh, Duke and Arkansas play tonight. Duke's only a five and a half point favorite. It's another game I'll be looking at. The one I really like, though, is I like Tennessee plus the points against North Carolina. I'm bullish on this Tennessee team. They got me a big win in the Maui Invitational. And then I didn't bet them in the next two games, but they lost the next two. Uh, so they were one of those top ten teams that came home with two losses. UNC's a good team. They play a little bit more up-tempo, so I'm not going to mess with the total where Tennessee, I think they bring up the, the pace of play here. I just think Tennessee's a better team. So I like them a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with the Volunteers plus the one and a half and think they get that win on the road. I like New Mexico against La Tech. I think Colorado State handles Colorado. I like FIU against Florida Gulf Coast. And I'll be taking Villanova, who play at 630. So those are just a couple of games I'm on uh, for this evening. So there you go. Coming up next, we're going to get to shovels here, Ed. Who's getting your shovel? (laughs) I have two really good ones. Uh, I think I'm going to keep it in the family and give it to my lovely wife. Oh, very nice. This is a story. Can't wait. We got plenty of time, too. So (laughs) we're going to hear Ed's story, and I'll give you my shovel as well when we come back, and then we'll wrap everything up right here on the Big Bad Morning Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We've got shovels. Ed's giving one to his wife. This should be fun. I think we'd rather see... 
when she finds out about this shovel? She's book? never finding out about this. Oh, you're not. There's nobody local that's going to tell her. I'm sure everybody's going to tell her. Every time I say, don't tell my wife about this, it automatically gets back. There's people listening that will call her right there, text her right after this. All right. Tell us what, well, who's getting your shovel? My wife. My wife. Very nice. The other night, whatever day it was after Thanksgiving, we just had had enough of turkey and decided, how about, oh, I remember, we had worked all day. I'm supposed to go out down to Siesta Key to some frames. Like, look, I'm exhausted. And she's like, she wanted to, she was, I'm tired too. Let's just stay home. We go, how about, how about pizza? We haven't done that in ages. We haven't had pizza in a long time. And she tells me this new place called Roman SRQ that has the best pizza she's had done. She, and was outstanding, raving about it. She goes, oh, you just go. And I said, should I call? She goes, no, they have them in the case and they just heat them up. They're, they already make them and then they're there. So I go, it's right by that. And then there's none. It's, there's a tray with like three slices in it. So they didn't have it. So, I just find it fascinating when people, like, she treats me like I'm helpless sometimes. Like, I've done a lot of things in my life. <laughs> like, I've, I've accomplished a lot. I've endured a lot. Always made it through. Somehow, simple things she thinks I can't handle. So, I text her. I said, look, there's nothing ready. I got to, you know, wait 20 minutes. I'm going to do it here instead of coming home and coming back. So, the question is, oh, there's none in the case? No. <laughs> she, she wanted two specifics. She wanted a pepperoni and a carbonara. Okay. Pizza carbonara. Is this a New York style place? It's fantastic. It okay. really was. It, like, it was square. It was like Sicilian style pizza, but it's a really very good pizza. They're okay. very, very nice people. I got to admit, she was right about that. It was delicious. One thing about pizza is like, I feel like you know when it's bad. Like a lot of yeah. times, even bad, like some bad pizza is okay. Yeah. You know? But, but let me get to the punchline here. This goes to the helplessness. Her question to me was, <laughs> I, said, they did, I said, the slice they had is not what you wanted, so I'm trying to get you what you want. And so I ordered the you know two halves of the, the she so wanted you, pepperoni and carbonara. So yes. you're going to eat the pizza she wanted. So you got a half and half, but you're going to eat the pizza she wanted. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. So I said they didn't have them ready. So this is what got me. She goes. Would you tell them what you wanted? I said, no, no. I just said, I'll be back. And I walked out the door. Of course I told them what I wanted. <laughs> what do you think, I'm an idiot? <laughs> I said, that's a ridiculous. She goes, no, it's not. I just do it. I go, and sometimes I look around the car. I go, is it me? Like, I, I know I don't present well sometimes, like, but <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to say, like, oh, you don't have that? Okay. All right, I'll come back when you're ready. When they're ready, what do you want? I told, of course, it's all of what I wanted. To, to that point, it's my wife does the same thing to me with the. Uh, are those your skis? Both of them? That type of you know, asking yeah. the dumb question. Like literally, my wife tries to remind me of things that you know. It's almost like, hey, after you poop, make sure you wipe. <laughs> like th- those types of things. And I'm not saying that specifically, but my wife the other day, I let the dog out to pee. It was mm-hmm. raining, right? I'm. Holding a towel in my hands while I'm waiting for the dog to come back. She looks at me with the towel in my hands and goes, don't forget to wipe the dog's feet off. <laughs> and I look at my hand and I looked at her and it's like, whew, my God, I almost forgot what I was going to use this for. What do you use a towel for? Was I going to get in the shower? 
am I taking a bath right now? Like, you know, it's, you... Yeah. and I know sometimes I don't present like I'm the kind of I was just saying I can't wear like vineyard vine stuff. It just doesn't look normal. It doesn't look right on me. So I can't. <laughs> and I know how I sound and what I look like. I'm not unaware. <laughs> I can't wear vineyard vines. I can't. I can't wear that kind of clothing. You wore I can't... a leathered like Andy Cap hat yesterday. I can wear that stuff because I look like I should be throwing a bomb through a window. That's different. <laughs> But like, I, I get it. Like I, I remember my. He's actually a friend of mine. I mean, this is true. Mike Mancuso, he's president of the FOP now. He was one of my bodyguards in my, you know, my detail when I was police commissioner. So guys always curious. They would ask him. So some of the veterans in the house would say, "Hey, so what's he like?" Ask about me. His response was, "I found this out recently." It's, you never know what to look at him, but he's really smart. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Like, thanks. <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Well, here, let me give you my shovel. See if you like this one. Um, this goes to a couple in Beijing. We're only going to refer to the man as Mr. Tan because he didn't want to give his name. Because I understand, and you'll understand why, too. Mr. Tan realized that he hadn't paid his water bill in six months. Yet, he still had water. $1,400 a month rental continued to receive water, so he started to get suspicious. Like, why wouldn't they have turned off our water if I hadn't paid the bill? So then he started to run some tests on their water meters. He noticed something wasn't right. They started to get sick in the house. Things started to happen. He started to lose his hair, started to develop acne all over the place, like older in life where, where you're like, yeah. this isn't right. Something's wrong. And um, so it's like he starts checking it. Turns out they'd been drinking toilet water, bathing with toilet water and showering with toilet water for six months. Ooh, That's disgusting. Yeah. For six months, the couple was horrified to discover that it had been all toilet water that he and his girlfriend had been using. Luckily, the plumber was able to rectify the problem immediately, and the pipes were fixed. But the couple claimed to experience adverse effects on their health and well-being. Like, if you're eating or eating, if you're drinking contaminated water, or even cooking with that stuff, like boiling it can take some of the contaminants outright mm. and things like that. But, but you're bathing with it. You're putting this. You're. I mean, you're putting. Feces, 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 and all this stuff all over your body. Like, what do you expect to happen? It's ugh. It's unreal. <laughs> the headline reads H two uh oh. Tan is seeking monetary damage from the rental firm as the un unidentified company argued that some tenants opted to source water from a nearby well. Like that's that's the option. You don't pay your water bill, you get to drink toilet water. Hey, it's better than late notice. It's much more effective. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My hair, my face. I keep puking. And our water tastes like shh. It's like, what? Anyway, that's your uh, your shovels. 410-583-1057. Been an interesting day. Um, I didn't even get to, I want to get to this because I, I didn't get to it in the, in the segment about ESPN. I, I teased it and it's my fault because they were going to get my shovel. Um, I talked about a sports book that is doing something that nobody should be doing. Like sports books in that... They'll, they'll try to give you opportunities to come there, and, and some will like, hey, this is Vig Free Thursday or whatever, so you don't have to pay juice on anything. Or, hey, we're giving you free same-game parlays. If your same-game parlay doesn't hit, you'll get a free one back, right? They usually do things to help customers out. Well, ESPN Bet, which was formerly Barstool Sports, they've now done a thing where, just to explain to people, if you bet a parlay, like a, let's just say a five-team parlay, right? Mm -hmm. The first four legs of the parlay hit, the last one ties. What do you think should happen? Do you know what happens? Because I think we've talked about this. And you've met before. I've never had that happen to okay. me. Um, what should happen is you should win. 
but I'm sure you don't. Well, in typical fashion, what would happen? A five-team parlay would then become a four-team parlay, and you'd get paid out right. as a four-team parlay. That's what so, I think happened. So, like, easier for me to explain this because I know the, the monetary results. A three-to-one parlay, which would be, you know, a three-team parlay is a six-to-one parlay. So that means if you bet 100 bucks, you win 600 give or take, depending on yeah. what the juice is. So it, typically, it's six-to-one. A uh, two-team parlay is 12 to 5. You win $12 for every $5 you bet. Easiest way to remember, you bet 50 bucks, you win, you win 120. So what would happen to a three-team parlay if you bet 50 bucks on it? If you hit it, you would win 300, right? Six to one. But if you had a three-team parlay where one team tied, it would then become a two-team parlay. So on that $50 bet, you should win 120. What ESPN does is they return your money to you. Really? How would you like to have some guy had a a nineteen parlay where eight of them hit and one of them pushed, which should pay him out whatever an eighteen parlay pays. Yeah. And they sent him back his That's money. That's crappy. And they've been doing this, and I guess it's in their bylaws. And I'm telling everyone, if you're betting, you should not bet there. You won't hear me trash any sports books or anything like that. That's just wrong. That's that taking wrong. advantage of your customers. All the advantages are in the house's favor. You have a big, you have certain things that you can block and do. Yeah. You limit players when they get really good. And the easy, and a lot of people ask me all the time, is like, why don't you do more player props? I do some. The easiest way to get limited in a sports book is to be betting player props. Because they know guys are using algorithms, and if you're betting the same side as some of these other, it's the easiest way to get limited quickly. So uh, I just think ESPN That's really bet, crappy. It is. That's really bad. And again, you talk about taking advantage. That you have every advantage. So someone hits, a, you know, four four parlays hard. Yeah, you hit an eight, and, and look look at all the people that go back to sportsbook and go, hey, uh, you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell got hurt. Can I get my money back for? They do it all the time, and sometimes sportsbooks they feel bad. It's good publicity for them to do it, but how much money does it cost them on the back end? Like this past weekend, everybody was doing. Jonathan Taylor got hurt, and this uh, this guy got hurt. It's like. So there, and most sports books will give you the advantage on some of those times, but it's not their fault that your guy got hurt in the no. game. It's gambling, you know, like that stuff happens. I think it's a late scratch or something goofy that happens. Like Jordan Poole the other night got hurt in warmups. So right. if you had his player props, he didn't play. He so you weren't hurt. Him? No, no, I think he hurt his ankle. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get to what we learned, of course, and get to the encore. I wonder what Joe's gonna play for us today. That's coming up next right here on the fan. Joe, can you is Rob ready? I know he's not here. Or you do not a different one this time. Okay. You guys want to talk butt stuff? Yeah, there we go. You want to talk butt <laughs> stuff, guys? What's in my butt? Joe? Do it one more, too, actually. Oh, go ahead. This one that hasn't aired before. I've got a tiny, honey hole. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, you left me a nice little song. I got a tiny, honey hole. So. <laughs> so what people. <laughs> That was one of your little gems after yes. you recorded yeah. Yeah, your commercial. I got a tiny hunt. Like, I've, I've sung that before. And then you something. got real low. I don't. I got, I got a tiny hunt. Yeah. yeah. So let's guess what's in my butt. This is a suspect. Christopher Boyd, 32, was riding in a vehicle that was pulled over at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Monday in Evansville because the license plate was obscured. When cops patted down Boyd, they found a small bag with multiple pills in his right, socks, uh, right sock, which the suspect reportedly claimed were Percocets. Molly Percocet. That uh, he had scored from his Aunt Trish. You know, everybody, everybody's Aunt Trish got some Percocets um, after having a bullet lodged in his spine. So he was taken into custody. What was in the suspect's butt, Ed? Well, the drugs were in his sock. I'm going to say a small handgun. What? Did you see this? No. Wow, well, that was real? That was- oh, I was going to say, like, he had the rest of the pills, like, the bottle was in there. No. I was hoping he had the Molly in there. Now we can play that song. Molly Perkins. Dude, I've seen this before. See, I've seen people. You've had bigger? <clears throat> I've found <laughs> guns in people's uh, 
orifices. Yeah. But usually it's a woman. In the front, not the In the, the front. And they're usually small, like a 22. They'll have those. Because li- there's guns that actually fit on chains. They're so small. They're like, you know, like little mini derringers. That's why I assumed it was a gun. I dated a girl that could fit an AR-15 in there, so. You wonder why you're insecure. <laughs> Hello! <Jesus>. Hello! <laughs> I thought down a hallway. Ooh. Joe. There you go. That's your encore for today is, we did. We talked about a suspect that had a gun in his butt. And it took us down a different path. How but, sad is it that I've seen that before? It's, it really is sad. Like, what, what was the thing that you saw that affected you the most the first time? Was it something Was it, was it something with death? Was it something outside of that? Was there anything that affected you? Or were you ready for all that? I think the thing that affected me most early on was the trip to the morgue. Is it the smell? No. They take you to see the first time you see it is not in the street. And they were doing autopsies, which is bizarre. To watch, and that was horrible, and I was not happy. But I think it's more than like sewing, sewing people's skulls off, and all the stuff I had to watch. But watching them sew them together at the end—that was it. They take a giant needle and a big string, and they just—they <laughs> sew you up like an old sock, and, and they're banging off the table, and they just—it was so. I was like, "Wow, this is the end." So like, this is so inhuman. How weird are the people that work in the morgue? In your opinion, do you have to have some level of because, like. When they portray people like that in television and movies, mm-hmm. they're eating sandwiches and laying it on yeah. the dead body. Is it is it like that? Well, think about it. After that, when I almost I turned green, I was heart. I was, I was so turned off by it and disturbed. A year later, I'm in the street. I'm guarding a you know they tell you this black guy was chopped between the eyes, naked in a little bed in a tiny room. I jumped in bed next to him, read a book. Like you just become immune to it. Yeah, I guess. It's just got to be, that has to be one of the weirdest things to get accustomed to. Like, I talk about my wife. My wife's a labor and delivery nurse. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, and she works at Hopkins, one of the best hospitals in the country. Like, you get to see the best that the world has to offer and probably the worst. Yeah. You know, like. She's, she's the same as policing. Yeah, yeah. She's had young girls come in that have already had, that have six kids, and they're yeah. not even 18 yet. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, weird stuff that goes yeah. on. I mean, there's obviously a lot of stuff she can't talk about with me because of that. But, like, I know she goes through bad stuff because there are times where. When we first started dating, she would call me in the morning to tell me about her night. And, um, like, she would just say, like, I can't talk about this, but, you know, we had a loss last mm-hmm. night. And, you know, you, you hear about a yeah. family that had a death or people that were trying to. So it's like there's all these different things that can affect people on a daily basis just from jobs we do routinely. And people don't realize the stuff that you end up taking home with you. You yeah. know, and some of the stuff was very benign. You would think I've, I've seen old people pass and, I'm you know, I'm going through their property and I see photos of them when they were young and handsome and. You know, just beautiful young people, and now this is it. Yeah, this is how you go out. Like that's it. That's the end. Penniless it's just a and lifeless body. Yeah. All right. Let's now that we've cheered you all up. Let's get to uh, what we learned today. All right. I, I don't know. Why I was waiting for Rob to say something there. Um, <laughs> Ed, uh, who get, I was going to say, who get your shovel? What'd you learn today? A couple of football milestones here. Today in 1987, Joe Montana of 49ers then. Completed a NFL record 22 consecutive passes. Fast forward, 1992. CFL, the Grey Cup. Calgary Stampeders beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 24-10. What do you care? Well, the MVP of that was a Maryland native. It was Doug Flutie. He was, ah. he was the MVP, 33-49, 480 yards and two touchdowns. And if you don't know this, Doug Flutie was born in Manchester. And lastly... 
on a sad note, <laughs> uh, 2016, former NFL player Darren Sharper sentenced to 20 years in prison for a series of rapes. Unbelievable. It was today. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I remember talking to Garceau about that um, and with Darren Sharper because with the NFL Hall of Fame, they're not supposed to look off-field stuff. Off-field stuff. Yeah. And I said, just honestly, how do you guys bring his name up? And because it's happening right now, you can't tell me if OJ was up for the Hall of Fame and he was up for a murder trial, they're not putting him in. I don't care how yeah. many yards the juice ran for. But that's just, it's a really weird situation. All right, I'm going to try something with you guys in a second with one of these jokes. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. That way, maybe I get an honest reaction. Do you know uh, why bus, uh, bicycles need kickstands, Ed? No. Joe, you know why bicycles need kickstands? Because they're too tired. They're too tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's really bad. That was terrible. You guys want to hear uh, a really good Batman impression? Yeah. No, not the kryptonite. Did you like it? I don't get it. What? No, not the kryptonite. You don't get it? Like that. What? I'm going to say the obvious. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, it's Superman. Thank you. I've been practicing it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That was was maybe one of your worst of all time. The groan groan doesn't even begin to cover. That's Superman? You don't like that one? (laughs) God bless it. Anyway, never mind. When my <laughs> wife and I argue, I always get the last word. It's usually, I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Albert Einstein was a genius, but he had two brothers. Actually, he had one brother. He was a monster. Frank. <laughs> the monster wasn't... Shut up. Don't, don't, why are you getting so hypercritical in this stuff? Everybody, everybody makes that mistake. The monster was Frankenstein's not, monster. Yeah. Yes. Frankenstein was the doctor. Joe? It was Gene Wilder. Joe? No, that was, he was when he was young. Um, all right. Did you? Walk this way. I've seen this one a thousand times and I hate it, but I'll do it. Sylvester Sloan said he wanted to make a movie about classical music. He says it'll be Beethoven. Jean-Claude Van Damme said he'd be Mozart. Arnold Schwarzenegger says... I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> all right, let me give you one more. Let me find a good one in here. I thought that one was great. The, that was uh, great. All right. Um, all right, well, Joe's telling me we got to go, so I'm not going to. Stone's not even paying attention. Yeah, I know. I, I went to a psychic. I knocked on her front door. She yelled, who is it? So I left. All right, guys. Hello. We got Vinny and Haney coming up next. A psychic story That's for you. A Cordell. I'll tell you Thank you. Cordell and Vinny today at Ruth's Chris, right? Pikesville. Pikesville. Yep. Mm. I can smell those steak sizzling right now. Free food. I'm I can hear them, actually. All right. I'm going to have a cocktail. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Sure it is. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, with Rob. It's the Big Bad Morning Show. Vinny and Haney up next with Cordell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.